Zamzo's Garden Show is sponsored by Zamzo's. The views, opinions, and advice offered by the show's hosts do not necessarily reflect those of KBOI or its parent company, Cumulus Media. KBOI makes no representations as to the accuracy of the information expressed and shall not be responsible or liable for any claims arising out of the use of or reliance upon any such information. What kind of seeds are you sowing? Why is it so green where you're from? It must be Zamzo's growing in your yard, garden, or barn. You've done it right, you see it. Got the help that you need it. Zamzo's really makes you want to come home. I'm coming home. Cause nobody knows. Like Zamzo's. News Talk 670 KBOI. It's the Nobody Knows Like Zamzo's Garden Show on News Talk 670 KBOI. To be a part of the show, call now, 1-800-529-KBOI or 336-3700. It's the Nobody Knows Like Zamzo's Garden Show on the Big 670 KBOI. How's it going, everybody? This is the Zamzo's Garden Show, and I am your host, Nolan Guthrie. And I'm coming to you live. I'm back in studio after a little weekend off last week. Uh, got to do a little bit of camping, looked for some morels, and uh, just had a nice uh, nice weekend off. So I appreciate you all letting me, <laughs> letting me go out and do something like that. And But uh, I'm here live in studio today, and uh, I would love to talk to you. I know there's a lot of stuff going on. The weather is just looking Amazing! It's a little windy, but uh, not that bad. But uh, man, the sun's out and uh, looks great. And it's Mother's Day, so Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers listening. I'll say Happy Mother's Day to my mom. I, she might be listening. She's in Wisconsin with my sister, who just had a baby, so she's getting to be uh, having a great grandma's weekend. And uh, Happy Mother's Day to my sister, and of course my wife, because <laughs> uh, she's amazing. So. Uh, I love all the mothers in my life, and uh, I hope you're able to share some time and uh, let 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 the moms relax or do what they want this weekend. But I mean, we probably we let them do that anyway, right? So, uh, all right, let's get into some of the stuff we want to talk about today. If you'd like to be a part of the show, I know there's a lot of stuff going on. The weather's so nice; you're probably already out there doing things. Uh, but if you have any questions, anything that's going on out in the lawn and the garden. In the landscape that you want to uh, talk about or ask about or just uh, comment about, I'd love to hear it. Give me a call at 208-336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. Those phone lines are open, and uh, I can't wait to talk to you. So i got a few things going on. As I mentioned, it is Mother's Day, and we have uh, our traditional Mother's Day hanging baskets are just packed in all the stores. I've been out to a few of the stores this week, and... Uh, the hanging baskets are a plenty. There's tons of them out there. They look great. And uh, if you're looking for uh, some baskets, you can't go wrong at Zamzo's. They are looking awesome. So be sure to head over to Zamzo's and check those out. And the stores are also just packed full of plants as well. So if you're looking for annuals, trees, shrubs, whatever it is. Also, uh, we are right at last frost. It's pretty much here. I was looking at the weather uh, before we got started, and I don't think... I'm going to knock on wood uh, that we're going to have a last frost. It does not look like it, but you never really know. We've seen frost uh, pretty late into May. I feel like I've even seen it in June, but that could be – I can't remember everything. But that would be crazy. Uh, I have seen snow in May, so that has happened. 
but I don't think we're going to have it this year. Um, so I think it is time to go ahead and start planting. If you haven't already, I'm sure a lot of you have already started planting lots of things. Uh, but if you've been waiting, I think this is the best weekend to get that started. The, we have really very little chance of a frost coming up in the next uh, couple weeks, and we are we are rolling. It is time to start putting stuff in the ground, and the stores are full. A uh, few other things going on for Mother's Day weekend. We have uh, a lot of different sales, so if you're looking for other gifts, not just baskets, we've got pottery on sale, hummingbird feeders are on sale. Bird baths are on sale. Uh, and also, this is a newer one. We have houseplants on sale. The houseplants have been so popular the last uh, few years, and everybody's just really getting into them. And uh, I know there's a lot of moms out there that are probably houseplant moms in addition to their other duties. So if you uh, have a houseplant mom in your life, definitely check out the houseplant selection because those are all 20% off right now. So, And uh, there are some at some of the stores I have seen that are just monsters. So really big plants out there and some really good looking ones. So be sure to check those out as you're looking around for those sorts of things. And, uh, yeah, so it's, I'm, I'm really excited about planting time. So that's, that's one of the things I want to kind of talk about today. And in addition to some of the other things that can go on out in the lawn and the garden, you know, right now it gets so, we kind of get so busy with the number of things that we can do, uh, that there's a lot of stuff. There are a lot of like little bits and things that we tend, we can sometimes tend to forget about. So I want to talk about, uh, some of the things you might want to have ready. So, uh, you know, things that kind of slip through the cracks. So, uh, you know, whether it's bug killers, weed killers, fertilizing, those sorts of things, some things that just kind of keep in the back of your mind and have those ready because there's going to be problems that come up. And uh, if you have it ready to go, you'll be able to treat for it a lot faster. So we'll get into some of that as well as some of the other things to just keep in mind for this uh, this spring because there's just a lot of stuff that kind of happens. I know I always uh, think about it, a lot of these things at the last minute. So we want to try to keep those things in mind and uh, we'll, we'll get uh, get a nice toolbox of things going for you. So if you want to be a part of the show, give me a call at 208-336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. Like I said, I'm sure everybody's out and about already. It's such a beautiful morning, and uh, now is a great time to start planting. So uh, if uh, what I wanted to start out with, though, is what uh, what you might be planting. I want, to, I want to hear about the things that you are excited about. You know, we, we get excited about planting, but what are the things, the, the recipes, the food I am into food. <laughs> I don't think I've uh, I've been shy about that. I love making food. It's like one of the become one of my things that's like my cathartic thing. Every day I get to make dinner and I love doing that. It's kind of like my meditation time almost. I get to sit there and think about a meal and and put it together and uh, serve it to my family and I just love that. And I I you know, when we get our plants in the ground, that's kind of the first part. And that's one of the exciting things. But what are the recipes, the things that you really look forward to uh, producing or making for your friends or your family once you get to that harvest time? I know it's it's a it's a little ways out right now because we're just at the planting time. But, uh, you know, there's it's exciting to get uh it's just fun to get excited about what we can make and what we get to start making. And I'd love to hear some of the things that you like to do. I've got a handful of things that I like to prepare with the the harvest that I get. Um, but I'm always looking for ideas. So if you've got some of those ideas, something that you make that you just nail, you just knock out of the park every time uh, that comes from your garden, I'd love to hear about that. Uh, I'm going to talk about a few of mine. Um, I think the first thing 
that I wanted to talk about uh, when it comes to the thing I'm most excited about making. I haven't made this with my uh, my harvest, a harvest that I've had yet, uh, but I have made it a few times um, in the last year, and those are uh, croquettes. I don't know if you've ever had a croquette. Croquette is basically a fried mashed potato ball, which sounds... It sounds low key, but they are so good. Usually you have some cheese in it, um, you know, some sort of cheese. Uh, I will sometimes put like some crab or lobster in it if you really like a seafood. Uh, those really go well with it. But um, honestly, just potato and some sort of cheese. Honestly, it can be kind of any kind of cheese. You want something that's nice and melty. And they, they once you get it into the mashed potatoes and you roll them up into little balls and then you fry them and they are just amazing they're so good and especially if you can get a really nice sauce with them i made uh, i've been making a garlic aioli or mayonnaise it's mayonnaise let's just not beat around the bush it's mayonnaise they'll call it aioli but it's just garlic mayonnaise and uh, i made some of those the other week for some friends and it they were just amazing they tasted so good they keep for a few days and they're uh yeah you should definitely look them up croquettes are awesome and they really you know it sounds they're funny because it's just a mashed potato, um, and it doesn't sound like it's really like upscale eating. But man, if you go to a restaurant and you get a croquette, they are very like upscale eating. They are so good, and they just they just kind of melt when you eat them. There's uh, I I could go on, <laughs> I could go on about croquettes, but those are one of the things I'm really excited about uh, making with some potatoes that I grow this year. And uh, that's that's the first one. So the other one I'm really excited about, and I did do this. I made this last year with some of my tomatoes. I made a really nice caprese salad, and uh, it's super simple. You know, it's just tomatoes and mozzarella and some basil. Very easy. I mean, unless uh, you probably have to buy the mozzarella, unless you're really into making your own mozzarella. I have not made that leap yet. Uh, but someday I hope to uh, make my own. But uh, caprese salad, man. Ooh. Can't wait for it. So, all right, we're going to go to a quick break. If you want to be a part of the show, please give me a call at 208-336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. We'll be right back here in the Zamzo's Garden Show. Hi, this is Callie Zamzo, and Mother's Day is this Sunday. And Zamzo's has the perfect gift for mom, a beautiful hanging basket that's as beautiful and unique as she is. That's because at Zamzo's, we sell more than just your one-flower-fits-all hanging baskets. We specialize in unique baskets with a huge variety of flowers all in one basket. And we have baskets with the perfect flowers for your exact location, be it full sun, full shade, and everything in between. And when it comes to variety, no one has more hanging baskets or a bigger selection than Zamzo's. In fact, our Chinden store, which is Idaho's largest indoor greenhouse, has over 3,000 baskets in one location. And along with Chinden, we have 12 other stores throughout the valley, all with a nice selection of beautiful, unique baskets and great gifts for mom. So this Mother's Day, why settle for ordinary when you can give mom a stunning, unique basket from Zamzo's? 13 stores to serve you, including Federal Way and Geckler in Southeast Boise. Nobody knows like Zamzo's. Remate Shellman, live, weekday afternoons, 3 to 6, on 670 KBOI. All right, we are back for part two of the Zamzo's Garden Show. I am your host, Nolan Guthrie, 
And if you'd like to be a part of the show, I would love to talk to you. You can give me a call at 208-336-3700 and 1-800-529-KBOI. Those phone lines are open, and I'm excited. I'm happy to talk to you, whatever you might have going on in the lawn and garden. It's such a beautiful day, so I'm sure everybody's. And not only is it a beautiful day, it is the perfect day to start planting because it's not super hot, which means the plants will transition outside really well. And uh, it's just a great day to get started on growing things. You probably have planted your potatoes already. You might have planted your peas already. Um, lots of things that have probably already been planted or soon will be. But it's not too late, um, absolutely, to get a lot of those things in there. So if you haven't planted you know, a potato yet, they might be a little bit harder to find. But you can absolutely get them in the ground still. So. Uh, you and even even a pea, you know, peas are ones that you want to start usually a little, uh, quite a bit earlier than this. But if you haven't done it yet, you can absolutely get those in the ground yet. You could start planting some radishes right now. Man, I start talking about these plants, and I just I just can't help thinking about the food that I'm going to eat. So if you've got a recipe or something like that, I'd love to talk to you about something that you're, you, you like just love to grow for a specific recipe or something, or, or maybe just throwing it in with other things. I don't care. I love hearing about food because that's why we, we grow these plants, right? Is to eat them. And, uh, if we can enjoy eating them, that's all the better. So um, I was mentioning uh, a caprese salad is one that I really enjoy. Uh, I even did some bruschetta or prosciutto. I can never remember which one it is, but it's tomatoes and mozzarella and garlic, and you have it with some, uh, bread, and oh, man, it's just so good. Um, the other one I really enjoy uh, making, I always like making a salsa, though I've never been really good at cilantro, so I always got to buy my cilantro, but, you know, the peppers and the tomatoes, that stuff comes right out of the garden, so those are something that you can always do. Uh, looks like we do have a phone call from Lorraine in Meridian. Lorraine, how's it going? How can we help you? Um, I had a question about rhubarb. Yeah. Um, this is, I've had these plants for probably two years okay. and um, they're in large, huge um, flower pots mm -hmm. and um, one of them has grown to be about two and a half feet high Wow! and he, it has, looks like a lot of seeds on the outside of it. Yeah. You like, can um, you oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, can you plant those seeds? You know, rhubarb or you, what? you probably could. I've never tried to. I don't know why you couldn't. Usually, um, a lot of the plants will have some sort of um, specifics that you have to do, like mimic the out in the wild. Uh, they would have something uh, where they would say grow naturally. And like the rhubarb that we grow in the garden isn't going to be, I mean, it's, you know, related to probably something out there that is a wild rhubarb, but they've been uh, bred so that they're produce a lot more. So you'd probably want to, do you know what variety of rhubarb they are? Um, it says something like Victoria or. Okay. okay. So what I would do, and I, uh, unfortunately, like I said, I've not done this, but I'm sure there is something you might have to get onto the old Google and look up, um, look, I would look up that variety of rhubarb and, and, and look into the propagation methods. You could probably plant the seed. Rhubarb gets so large and can do so much, um, you can actually split it. And I'm sure that's how most of the propagation for rhubarb goes. The plant gets big, you can just cut out half of it and then transplant it. 
Um, and that's probably yeah. what most people do for rhubarb. I don't know what goes into harvesting the seed and then any other process. Like sometimes like they have to be frozen for so many months or they, you know, like there are weird things out there, like certain pines have to go through a fire, you know, and that's, that's really difficult to mimic, <laughs> but uh, there, there might be something, you know, you have to do a little bit to make that seed viable, I should say. Okay. Thank you very much. Yeah, you got it. Good luck with that. Um, Rhubarb is not one I uh, am usually a big fan of. My family likes rhubarb. I have a really big rhubarb plant in my backyard, and uh, my family likes to do it. I don't usually mess around with it, but uh, my family does. So somebody out there's probably got a rhubarb recipe that's just going to get me to be a devoted rhubarb lover, I'm sure. So if you've got a recipe or something like that, anything like uh, you like growing for a specific recipe. I'd love to hear about that, but I'd also love to hear about any other things that you might be going on out in the lawn and garden. If you have questions, uh, concerns, uh, or just comments, I'd love to hear them. Give me a call at 208-336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. This is the Zamzo's Garden Show. I'm your host, Nolan Guthrie. We're talking about planting because right now is the time to get that stuff in the ground. So uh, as I mentioned before, I like salsa, caprese salads, another one I'm really excited about. Uh, kimchi is one I've uh, kind of really grown to really enjoy and uh, started trying to make it a couple of I feel like it's been about a year now and I, I, it, kimchi is something you make with cabbage. There are some things you're not going to be able to grow around here. If you want like a daikon radish, you could probably grow a big daikon, but you can actually use just regular radishes as well in a kimchi and that's totally fine. So those are really easy to grow along with your cabbages. You're going to have a little bit of a timing issue there because cabbage is usually going to be harvested a bit later. But the nice thing about radishes is you can do multiple harvests in a rat with radishes because they just, they produce so quickly. So just hold off planting your radishes if you want to do something like that uh, with a kimchi. But there's other radishes you can grow, not just the red ones. There's plenty that'll grow here in Idaho. And, uh, you know, kimchi, uh, Tara was asking me about it (laughs) during the break uh, because it's one that uh, is not for everybody. I will admit that. Uh, it's, uh, It's one of those acquired tastes. But I think once you get it, if you like something kind of vinegary or, you know, uh, kind of got that acidity to it. Um, it can be tremendous. So the other thing I really like doing with, uh, cabbage and I, I didn't get a chance to do it last year because I ended up using all the cabbage I grew for kimchi this year. I'm going to save it because my kids have really enjoyed egg rolls. We've been making egg rolls at home and, uh, for some reason my kids really like it. I don't know. Apparently I do all right making them for them. And, uh, so we'll definitely be doing some of that too, but, uh, homemade egg rolls are just so much better than, you know, something that's frozen or you know, whatever. So definitely try something like that out. If you've got other things that you like to plant for a specific recipe, like I said, I'd love to hear about it. Give me a call at 208-336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. It is Mother's Day weekend. In case you weren't aware, dads, make sure you get something for mom uh, this week, uh, preferably in the next 24 hours, probably would be a good idea. Uh, don't, don't forget. There's lots of options, uh, out there. There's lots of options at Zamzo's. We've got tons of our, our baskets are in. They're looking amazing. Uh, we've got a lot of other things as well. And houseplants, that's a big one. I think this year, uh, we've never, uh, done houseplants for, uh, at during this time. And uh, houseplants have been so popular, and uh, I think there's a lot of houseplants, mo- houseplant moms out there that would uh, love to get something something new. 
and uh, at 20% off, you just can't beat it. And there's some really nice ones out there. So be sure to check those out as well. we got a lot of other things that's on sale, pottery, all that sort of stuff. And if you're ready to start planting, today's the day. It's a great day to start putting your veggies out, putting your your uh, annuals out, your perennials, lots of stuff. The stores are just packed full of things. I got, I was helping the Chinon store unload a bunch of stuff on Wednesday, went out to a couple of other stores, and they are ready. They have tons of plants. So be sure to head out to Azamzos and get that stuff. Okay. So we're going to transition a little bit here because I want to talk about, uh, move into some of the things, you know, we get so busy this time of year, uh, with all the things that we want to do. We, there's a lot of things that kind of slip through the cracks and we start to forget about. And there's, uh, it, this is a good time to just kind of have some things in the back of your mind, have some things ready. I like to have kind of a toolbox or, a, you know, a, uh, a pest control or herbicide control kind of strategy and just have a spot where you've got a couple of these things ready to go. So when you're out there and you're doing stuff, you see that thing, you got something right there and you can take care of it and you don't have to run out to Zamzos to figure out what it is uh, because you've already got it in the garage ready to go. So we're going to talk about some of those things. If you'd like to be a part of the show, have some questions, give me a call at 208 336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. Okay. So, uh, the first thing I want to say, you probably want to, like, bugs are one of those things that will always show up. You're always going to have some sort of bug issue. You know, right now we're seeing a lot of aphids, uh, but as we progress into the season, we're going to see more and more bugs show up. So, it's a good idea to have some a few things uh, ready uh, at the ready for when those bugs do show up. You've got something ready to go. The first one I think you should have for bugs are actually there's two things I think you should have neem oil and the product we have called Last Call. These are both organic insecticides that you can use in the garden. You can use them in the flower beds. You can even use them in the house on the house plants. I would take them outside when you spray them just because, you know, it's a spray. It's going to get everywhere. You don't want to be inside doing that. But take them outside for a second, spray them down if you need to. But those are really good ones. I like neem oil is great because it's very versatile. It it takes care of a lot of different bugs. It's going to get your aphids, your mites, and it's also a disease control. And there's a lot of diseases that will show up, um, you know, particularly like you can get – Early blight, late blight on your tomatoes. Uh, neem oil is a great way to help prevent that. Um, there's other things you want to do for that as well. But but those are the first two things, neem oil and last call. You definitely, I think you should have those at the ready for a lot of your bugs. Okay, we're going to go to a quick break. If you want to be a part of the show, I'd love to talk to you. Give me a call at 208-336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. The Zamzo's Garden Show will be back right here on News Talk 670 KBOI. Hi, this is Josh Samzo, and the last average frost date for the Treasure Valley is between May 8th and May 10th. But with this being Mother's Day weekend, it's safe to say it's time to plant. And all 13 Zamzos are loaded to the rafters with annual flowers, a huge variety of tomatoes and peppers, plus everything else you want from your garden, from herbs to eggplant, lettuce, and more. Last year, we saw a surge of people planting gardens and taking control of their food supply. So some items like cucumbers do sell fast, but with 13 stores and constant shipments arriving, every day you can usually find just what you need and when you plant make sure you get your flowers and vegetables off to a good start with zamzo's thrive dr jim's chicken soup for the soul
soil and Zamzo's new 321 Grow tablets with mycorrhizae to build strong roots right from the start. But for anything to grow, you have to plant it. And right now is a great time to do it. So come see us now at Zamzo's. 13 stores to serve you, including Overland just east of Eagle Road. Nobody knows like Zamzo's. Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are 677-KBOI. All right, we are back for part three of the Zamzo's Garden Show, and uh, it is a beautiful day. Starting to get that time where we get to start putting stuff in the ground and planting and getting excited about all the stuff we've been waiting for all year, and uh, now's the time. So we got a few phone calls. If you'd like to be a part of the show, you can give me a call at 208-336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. We've been talking about recipes uh, for things that you grow out in your garden and uh, some other things that take care of the lawn and getting rid of bugs whatnot. So it looks like we got a few phone calls here. Let's go to Karen in Meridian. Karen, how's it going? How can I help you today? Well, I just got done pulling uh, rhubarb myself. All right. And I have taken rhubarb custard dessert recipe mm. to school with me in the faculty room, and I wouldn't tell them what it was. Ah. They would come by and say, oh, those apple crisps were so good. Oh, I gotcha. So you, you're tricking them. You're well, them, you're you know, <laughs> it, it's a different flavor than just pure rhubarb. So, yeah, sure, uh, sure. And I also do, I cut down some of the sugar by using Truvia at part of it. Oh, okay. So you substitute it, it gives you the sweetness, but it doesn't have all the sugar. Gotcha. Very cool. All right. Well, hey, if you want to share that recipe, email me, zamzos at zamzos.com. I would love to give it a try. Uh, okay, so give me, give me that. Where do I send it? Zamzos at zamzos.com. At Z, zamzos what? Dot com. Dot com. Okay, I will, I'll give it a try. All right. Thank you so Thank much, you Karen. I appreciate that. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, rhubarb custard. Ooh, it sounds exciting. All right. Uh, and that's going to be the recipe. I'm sure of it. It's going to get me to be fall in love with rhubarb. And we got another phone call here from Ron in Boise. Ron, how's it going? How can I help you today? Good morning. How are you guys doing? I'm doing fantastic. Watermelons. Yes, sir. Sometimes uh, I'm successful and sometimes I'm not. <laughs> and so yeah. what do you do? You, you hill them? You plant them in a row? Uh, what, how do you prepare your soil? You know, the, so uh, they need to have a, you want to really make sure you've uh, added some good organic matter to them. So watermelons, they do, they want that water, right? Because they have a lot of water in them. So they have to take a lot of water into the actual fruit. So you want to make sure that you've really amended the soil with a lot of organic matter, a lot of compost or something like that, because our native soil just tends to be too clay. And when you have so much clay the water it, it just pools there and so it's there's a lot of water but it's really strongly held to the clay and it doesn't move so you need to have a well uh, watered but well draining soil so you really need to amend it with uh, organic matter that's the biggest key um, I know a lot of places will do rows. I think in the garden, the home garden, um, uh, hilling them or mounding them would probably be your better bet. And uh, give them some room and just make sure you get a lot of uh, that organic matter in there. And then try to, um, try you know, don't give them too much nitrogen. Try to make sure you're balancing it with some good f amounts of phosphorus to make sure that you're getting good blooming and good fruit production. That's that phosphorus is that middle number. That's going to what is what's going to help produce the fruit part 
of your watermelon. And, and then you can water well without it just sitting there for so long. And that's really what I think. I'll, and that, and that happens with a lot of things, right? Some plants are a little bit better at handling that, that water in this hard clay soil. Uh, but watermelons, they need to be able to drain. So you want a lot of water, but it needs to be able to move out pretty quickly. Okay. What kind of compost? Um, you know, I am always partial to, uh, uh, like a manure compost. Um, I think it's, you know, it's easy to get, um, you know, in bulk, we've got it in bulk. Uh, we use a dairy manure count compost at our stores and, uh, that's what I've always used. If you have a good compost pile, that's awesome. Um, otherwise I like a, a good manure compost because you get a lot of extra, uh, minerals and, and lots of other uh, micronutrients that you might not get out of uh, something like a compost pile. You know, compost piles at the home are great, but they don't always have a lot of diversity because we're kind of throwing the same things in there all the time. Uh, right. But yeah, your manure compost. I don't. I wouldn't go with the steer manure. The steer manures tend to be a lot hotter. Uh, they the steer though they are fed a lot more nitrogen, or I should say, protein, which converts into nitrogen or ammonia, and then so it tends to be a lot hotter as it, and it can okay. it can burn those plants if it's not composted down well. Your dairy you manure. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. You kind of just dig it into your garden. Just kind of dig a hole and just. Put that in there I, and mix it with the soil. Yeah, that's what I would do. And I would go a bit further than where you're just planting, right? Because the plant is going to you know, only take up so much. But go out a couple extra feet, dig up a good hole, um, and mix a lot of that good compost in there. And, and then build your, your hill or your mound or whatever you're going to do. And uh, that way those roots have room to spread out and that water can move around and get out of there. Thank you very much. You got it. Thanks for the call, Ron. I appreciate it. Good luck with your watermelons this year. Um, that's not one I've done very much of. I think I did it a couple of years ago. I'm not a big watermelon fan. There's so many things. I feel bad about saying those sorts of things <laughs> because some people really like Like I know my kids will like, love them, but I, don't, I, I guess I'm a bad dad. I don't think about what my kids want. <laughs> I should do that more often, but I'm the one who has to make it, so... Um, I guess it's okay then, right? Nah, I should think about my kids more. Like a mom. Moms always think about their kids. It's Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, everyone. If you're out and about, I hope you're having a great day. You have a great weekend. Uh, there's lots of stuff to do out in the lawn and garden. So let's get back to some of those things. If you'd like to be a part of the show, give me a call at 208-336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. So I was mentioning a few things that you want to have kind of at the ready for your, your, your pest control for the lawn or the garden, your landscape, whatever it be. The first two things I think you should absolutely have just at the ready, neem oil and last call. Those are really great organic pesticides, insecticides that you can use on just about everything, literally everything. I mean, you can use them on your fruit trees, all of your vegetables. Very, very good. Even your houseplants. Uh, the other one I really, really want to recommend is bug and slug killer. Earwigs are probably the thing I hear about the most every single year. Earwigs, 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 because they are just so prevalent. They get out there and they get into everything. They're just such a nuisance. And, you know, it's the worst thing ever when you're cleaning out your vegetables and out pop a bunch of earwigs. It's just the worst. But the, the bug and slug killer we sell is another really good one. It's organic. You use very little of it. You spread it out over the entire garden, and it just works great. It's so good at controlling earwigs. It controls a lot of other bugs as well, but the earwigs are the ones that are just the worst. So if you get that, have that at the ready. Um, and I would do it preemptively. You know, as soon as you get your planting done, 
go out there and spread that bug and slug killer out over everything because then you're going to be ahead of the game. It's going to stop those guys from getting going. Let's see. Do we have time to go ahead and talk to Nick? Let's go to Nick in Boise. Nick, how's it going? How can I help you today? Well, you can help me. I need a, I, I'm trying to find plants that I can't find anywhere. Mm. I, I, uh, I'm looking for sprouted pole beans. Sprouted pole not, beans. Okay. Yeah, not bush beans. I got to have pole beans. Pole beans. Okay. And boy, I can't find them anywhere. So put out an APB. Okay, you got it. Uh, Nick, do this for me. Email me at zamzos at zamzos.com. So I have a contact okay. for you. As soon as I'm All done right. with this, I'm going to man our live chat so that we can answer questions for folks. I'll I'll ask around to the stores, and I will try to find those sprouted pole beans for you. So you're looking for ones All that right. are already growing, right? Yep. Okay. Yep. You got it. I will do my All best. Right. I will try to find them for you. And, uh, All right. Okay, it might be, and it might even be a little early. They might not have come in yet. So, uh, but I'll, I'll get it. I'll get the word out. And we'll find them for you. Okay, but email right, me that so you. I can get back to you. All right. Thanks a lot, Nick. Appreciate that. We will try to find those pole beans for you. And uh, we're going to go to a quick break. We're going to come back for one more segment of the Zamzo's Garden Show. If you'd like to be a part of the show, please give me a call at two zero eight three three six three seven zero zero or one eight hundred five two nine KABOI. The Zamzo's Garden Show will be back right here on News Talk 670 KBOI. Hi, this is Jim Zamzo, and you've been hearing us talk about continuing the tradition of getting Mom a spectacular hanging basket for Mother's Day from Zamzo's. And with Mother's Day being this Sunday, May 9th, you're running out of time. But not to worry. Zamzo's has 13 locations that are open Saturday from 9 to 6 and Mother's Day from 10 to 5. Of course, we'll have a massive selection of standard 12-inch baskets, which will outdo anything you can buy elsewhere for the price. So why settle for a so-so basket when you can give Mom a spectacular hanging basket from Zamzo's for the same price. We also have great gifts for mom, including hummingbird feeders with the nectar to go in them, patio furniture and decor, bird feeders and bird baths, and of course Zamzo's gift cards so mom can get exactly what she wants. So this Mother's Day, continue the tradition and come to Zamzo's now. 13 stores to serve you, including Idaho's largest indoor greenhouse on Chinden, just east of Meridian Road. Nobody knows like Zamzo's. The Ben Shapiro Show, weekdays from 1 to 3 on 670 KBOI. All right, we are back. It's part four of the Zamzo's Garden Show. I am your host, Nolan Guthrie, and I'm so happy to be here live in studio talking to you all. It is Mother's Day weekend, so uh, happy Mother's Day to all of the mothers out there. Uh, if you've ever performed any kind of motherly duty, I want to say happy Mother's Day to you. I appreciate you. You're awesome, and uh, there's lots of beautiful baskets over at Zamzo's for you. <laughs> so make someone go get you one. All right. If you want to be a part of the show, give us a call, 208-336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOY. we got plenty of time here to get a call or two in. Uh, but to get back to some of the other things, well, let me just make sure that everybody remembers that, we again, we do have all of our baskets in. It's a great day to plant. You can get those baskets outside. You don't have to worry about a frost hitting them anymore. So you can hang them up and let them be in the spot that they want to be in. If you have sun or shade, we got all sorts of baskets for any location. Uh, we got pottery on sale, hummingbird feeders on sale, bird baths, house plants are on sale this weekend as well. So you can get check out all that stuff. Um, 
And uh, that's going through at least Sunday. Some of those other deals might be going on a little bit further. I'm not 100% sure, but I know for sure they're going at least through Sunday. So you got some time there, dads, to go make sure uh, you get something for your mom and uh, make it a fun day for her. So uh, let's see. We were talking about some of the things you want to have ready to go because there's so much stuff that starts to happen right now. You know, we're planting, we're doing all these things, we're getting stuff in the ground. There's a lot of things that start to slip through the cracks. Um, and the first thing I was mentioning was you want to have some of your bug killers, have those things ready to go. Just grab a bottle of them, you know, have the ready to sprays available. So when you notice some aphids in there, you can use some neem oil on it or notice some, uh, earwigs, you get that, uh, bug and slug killer, some of that last call on there. And, uh, if you've got fruit trees right now is when you probably want to start getting ready to start spraying those guys. If you haven't done it yet, you definitely want to have some of that spray ready because you're going to start seeing, uh, you know, probably your cherries have already bloomed, your apples are blooming and finishing up blooming, which means it's usually time to start spraying something on them. Last call is a great one to have available for that. It's organic. You can spray it on all your fruit trees and keep those bugs from getting in there. Uh, you know, codling moss, your, uh, I don't even remember what the, but it's a little fly that gets into the cherries. Um, and you just, you don't want to deal with those things. You want to eat those fruits and not have to eat a bug because that's gross. <laughs> At least for us here in the West, we don't like bugs. Uh, but let's see some of the other things you might want to have, uh, you know, get ready as you're planting these things. One of the things I've noticed this week is it's been a little bit of windy. We've had some, some good windstorms. And when you get that, those plants in the ground, you want to do something to protect them a little bit. If you can protect them from, that wind because especially like your tomatoes and your peppers well it's not going to be too cold to kill them they could dry out a lot faster than they normally would so you want to do some protection if you can get you put that wall of water on them uh even if even though we're not going to have a frost having the wall of water or your season starter that's your 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 little uh plastic thing that goes over them, that'll just help sh uh, prevent them from getting blasted by the wind and knocking them over and batting them all around. And uh, it'll keep them warm, but it'll also help them from drying out because the wind constantly whipping over those plants, it dries out the leaves. And so they drink up more water and they'll dry out faster. And that's one of the things that can start to, they don't really die from the wind. They dry out, uh, they die from lack of water because they're drying out. They're moving water so quickly. So you got to make sure you water them. That wall of water helps a lot. You can also do some mulching using some alfalfa hay is a really great way, a really easy way to just put some organic matter out around those plants. It'll help protect that water. And so it doesn't also get blown out by the wind or dried out by that wind. And we'll make sure that the water can get to the plants. So be, be on the lookout for those sorts of things. Um, the other thing you might want to just, if you haven't done that, uh, done it yet, uh, what, feed, feed your lawn. We, a lot of times we, for, we tend to forget about it this time of year because we got so many other things going on. But it's not too late to feed your lawn. And you're feeding your lawn is your best defense against all the other things that can happen in your lawn. Feeding and watering are your two main things you get right to make sure you don't have weed issues and you don't have as many bug issues. And of course, those things are going to show up. So you want to have something ready for those as well. Bugs in the lawn, you know, sometimes it's a little bit tougher because you're going to have a granular. If you don't have a spreader, it's a little bit harder to apply that really quickly. So uh, you want to keep an eye out for them at least so you can come in and grab something. But there are things you can apply right now. Something like our grub control is a 
preventative. So getting it on right now prevents those bugs for up to three months. So you can apply it and then kind of forget about it. Set a calendar reminder on your phone or the chinch bug control. We've had lots of issues with chinch bugs over the last few years. You can apply that now. They'll probably start to be active a little bit earlier this year because we have been very dry and those chinch bugs like dry areas. So uh, get that chinch bug control on there. It'll kill any of them that are active right now. And also, again, it will prevent for up to three months. So right now is a great time to get that on there if you haven't, but feed them. And then if you've, you know, if you want to have something available for the weeds, we've got some great options. The ultra, it's a really good synthetic, uh, weed killer that's safe to use in the lawn. And you can just, you know, before you mow, uh, or after you mow, whichever, it doesn't really matter. Uh, Go out there and hit those weeds up and uh, just do that. Have it on a regular basis because that's the best way, especially some of those tougher to kill weeds like thistles and uh, morning glory are the worst. Um, uh, what's the other? Clover. That's the other one. Usually those ones will take a couple of applications to kill us. You want to have something ready for that so you can keep those guys at bay. We have the ultra, like I said, but we also have a lot of great organic solutions for those as well. Uh, so keep an eye out for those. As for an organic, if you want to go that route, they are very effective and work really well. I really like those for the lawn right now. The other thing you can do, um, is, uh, if you, for your bugs, if you want to, uh, now's a great time to release beneficial bugs. So if you want to go with a ladybug option or some praying mantids, uh, or even the lace wings, I know we've, we've started getting those in the last few years and lace wings are great at controlling aphids. Uh, praying mantids will get just about any bug that they come across. They will get the ladybugs too, unfortunately, but you know, just put them in different areas. The ladybugs really got to have some food available. Also, if you put those ladybugs out at night, you have a better chance of them sticking around or even providing them with one of those little ladybug houses. I know it sounds weird, but if you have one of those houses out there, they will crawl up into that house at nighttime and they'll stick around your property longer and not go over to the neighbors. So uh, you can start getting those ones out now. I'm sure a lot of people have already done it, but I know uh, I've seen them at a lot of stores and the, the beneficials are great. They're a lot of fun, especially if you got kids. It's a fun thing for the kids to ha- kind of play around with. They can put the mantid out, the egg case out there. Here's a qu- one thing that usually comes up with those praying mantids. When you put that egg sac out there, nothing changes. It's going to stay. It's always going to look the same. So if you want to see the mantids, put it in a cup uh, and make it a little bit harder for them to get out. Those praying mantids, as soon as they hatch, they kind of book it out of there. Because if one of their brothers or sisters hatched you know, the day before and it's still bebopping around, the new one hatches, Unfortunately, they're going to eat their brothers and sisters. <laughs> so they try to get out of there as quickly as possible. They don't like to be around one another. So don't expect to put those praying mantids uh, eggs out there and for that case to like break open. It's not going to be like aliens or anything and like a bunch of monsters coming out. They just, they, they come out and they just book it. And lace wings, that's another one. I am just so, lace wings are like, they eat more aphids uh, than just about anything else out there. They're really cool bugs really good for the lawn and the garden and they'll just do that work for you. So you don't even have to worry about it. So, all right, we're just about out of time. We got about a minute left. So I'll just say it again. Happy mother's day to all the mothers out there. Really appreciate you. There's lots of stuff going on and uh, man, get out there and enjoy that sun today because it is just gorgeous. It's a great day to plant. And uh, I hope you have a great mother's day and you get a lot of stuff planted this weekend because it's going to be great. All right, we'll talk to you again next week here on the Zamzo's Garden Show. Appreciate it, everybody. We'll talk to you again soon.
is Callie Zamzo, daughter of Jim Zamzo. And I'm Faye Zamzo, Jim's wife and Callie's mom. And I'm her granddaughter, Raphael. And I know what they both want for Mother's Day. A beautiful hanging basket from Zamzo's. Am I right? Yes. Your mother's been giving me a Zamzo's hanging basket every Mother's Day since I can remember. That's right, Mom. It's a Mother's Day tradition. Now, what kind of flowers do you want this year, Grandma? Well, I'm an easy-to-please Grandma. Surprise me. Well, that won't be difficult. Zamzo's has thousands of baskets filled with every combination you can think of. So what would you like in your basket, Mom? Well, I'm an easy-to-please Mom. Surprise me. Hey, that's what Grandma said. Are you two related? Well, I am her mom, so you might say that. And we might also say that for the best quality, longest-lasting baskets in the Treasure Valley, visit any of our 13 stores, especially our Chinden Greenhouse. That's where we got your basket, Grandma. Rafi, shh. Mom's the word. You mean mom's the word. Nobody knows <laughs> like Samzo's. DQ.